It's Honorado and Miller. It's Chris. It's Ash. It's a little bit of a crooked camera. Hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to week 11 of the NFL season. Uh, we've got our picks coming up on the show. Uh, baseball awards handed out. Drama in the NFL at both the Meadowlands and in Buffalo. We'll get to all of that with our dirty, difficult done with some drama in college football as well. Like you'd love to just Always talk drama. about what's going on in the games and how guys are playing. But I'll be honest, that isn't as fun anyway. Not even for me. Like I don't want to recap what happened in week 10 of the sure. NFL season. There, there's there is good drama to talk about. We're going to do that. We also have our good buddy Tim Reynolds from the Associated Press on. Uh, born in the Capital Region. Loves this area. Working in Miami. Tough to beat that, I'm sure. Not bad. Um, and so we'll go into the NBA with him. The in-season tournament, which uh, a lot of people are watching. People will say, ah, it's so stupid. The ratings are up. People are watching it. We'll talk about Kevin Herter getting hot for the Kings. And, of course, Jimmer Fredette helping Team USA reach the Olympics. Will Jimmer be invited and a real curmudgeon on social media, which which <laughs> has just dovetailed off that. I, I don't get it. We love these people. But maybe we'll talk about it anyway. No, All we right, should. Let's go on Honorado and Miller. This is Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, here we go. Uh, the drama in the NFL, most recent drama anyway, is with Saquon Barkley. And so I'll just throw up his quote from today. Jordan Ronan of ESPN had it. And Barkley was asked the question, hey, do you feel like your commitment to this team and the fact that you continue to take on a big workload despite not having a long-term contract will kind of benefit you in the end. Will at the, In the offseason, do you feel like you'll be rewarded right for that? And this was his quote, which I thought was perfect. No matter how loyal, no matter how committed you are, it's a business at the end of the day. That is something that I've learned. He learned a lot. Uh, we were there. Good. The day that, me that he came back, the first day that That's he returned right. to camp. Right. Um, and... I thought that his press conference was excellent. I thought he said all the right things. He was very honest mm -hmm. um, about how he felt about the whole situation, but did say, like, I now understand. Like, like everyone says they understand <laughs> until they're put in a situation mm -hmm. where their team doesn't have their back anymore, yep. and they're going to put money first, and they're going to make decisions that don't benefit the player, and, and in this case didn't benefit him, wasn't exactly what he wanted. And he said, you know what? I did what I had to do. I now understand where we're at. And uh, I, I thought he was very mature about it, had a good head on, a, on his shoulders about it. So this kind of follows that. Okay, I was going to say, you, you would say this is a continuation. Yep, of his, that. his mood has not changed. Nope. He just was asked a question that... Nope. And he may be an a little... Like it, he may be a little bit bitter, but I think he understands. Yeah, I think he understands. You know, uh, maybe this works out for him. Maybe he gets a deal with a better team. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he might get a deal with a better team, but he's not going to get a long-term deal. He's 26 sure. years old. Um, the he, he he went on to say, like, it just doesn't really make sense. The more carries I get and the more productive I am, the less value I have 
long term in this league, which is not true for any position other than running back. It's it's such a unique situation, but but he sees it eyes wide open here that like, yes, I lead the team in rushing. Yes, I'm being called on to do a lot of things here just to keep us competitive. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like, am I going to get a four year deal worth, a, worth, no. uh, $80 million? No, no chance. And then 20 is too high anyway for running back, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but if he can get a two year deal worth 20, like it's not awful. There's a lot of guys. It's who would not, like that. it's not representative of sure, his the production talent yep. value and production. Yep. Correct. That that's the that's but it's not kind of the just biggest him. issue here. No, it's no, no, I know pos- it's the position and he hundred percent he gets that. Yep, hundred percent. Unfortunately. Jonathan Taylor got paid. Um, I think Indianapolis saw like, oh, he actually were kind of good. Maybe we want this guy mm-hmm. in the building. And and so Taylor got paid. The fact that the Giants are so bad and maybe in rebuild, right? I and mean, we talked about this last week. If they have a top two pick, are they taking Williams or May? Probably. And so you immediately go into reboot and rebuild mode. There's no reason to spend money on a running back like right. Saquon Barkley. Right. Which maybe works out better for him that he would yeah, then kind of just that's what I mean. I think widely hit the open yeah, market. At least he's he's ready to hit the open market and he can say, you know what? Forget it. It's not a good team that I'm trying so to So let's answer our back. question here. Is he done with the Giants? Is this his last year there? Obviously they can franchise tag him still right. next year. But do you think this is it for him in New York? Yes. Or New Jersey. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think he is too. Yeah. I think it's it too. I, I again I, I think the Giants feel like they're gonna go into a little bit of a rebuild mode. Mm-hmm. Um and if you're not ready to win next year, are you let draft. me just ask that. Are you if Daniel Jones is ready by week three, are you ready to win next year? You were a playoff team last year. You brought in a guy like Darren Waller, you've drafted pretty well. But I think if if the if the question is are we ready to win next year? Then the answer is you can't spend that top draft pick on Caleb Williams or Drake may. I agree. You need to spend it on a talent that can plug and play right now. So you're not ready to win next year. If you're going that route, you might be ready to win next year. If, if you're taking a top talent, that's not a quarterback. If Daniel Jones is ready. Look, if they have the third pick, you can get Marvin Harrison jr. Mm -hmm. Okay. To be determined. Uh, let's go into the, the other drama around the NFL, which takes us to Buffalo. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. And our guy, Bill Miller, Performance Industrial, where there is no job that's too dirty or for too difficult for his team to get it done, Ash. My, I love going with done dirty because it's just perfect and includes two of the three words that we like to use. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken Dorsey was done dirty by the Buffalo Bills. Uh, listen, I, I understand that the Bills are not good, but this is the scapegoat. This is the fall guy for a greater problem. or And maybe it's not even that big of a problem. I said this to someone the other day, like, would you be surprised if the Bills just sort of figure it out and go on a run and get into the mix. I I know the percentages are not great. Like there's a, a the percentages are starting to work against them. Um, but they lead their opponents in nearly every statistical category. Still, one of the problems is that they probably lead them in turnovers, also, which has been their biggest Achilles heel in the last few weeks. They can't help but turn the ball over. It's it's Josh Allen, it's the running backs, it's kick returning, it, it, it's everywhere. It's like the plague. But 
those feel fixable. Those feel like fixable issues. And there had to be a fall guy. And and you said this, if they don't make the playoffs, chances are Sean McDermott is out of a job anyway. But someone, they had to blame somebody for what is going on. And they've blamed Ken Dorsey. And, and now he's out of a job and Joe Brady will fill in. And he was kind of that, you know, the guru back in the day when he was at LSU. Yep. And, and I don't know that he's really panned out in the NFL so far. Well, um, he doesn't have... Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Sure. I mean, that's a big difference sure. when you're when, when you look like this but, genius well, and you've but, got those guys at LSU. Uh, I get it. And and but you're gonna he will now have uh, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Like uh-huh. yeah. those are pretty maybe. good comps. Okay. Uh maybe not in the current situation. Mm-hmm. And and Diggs has created a little bit of drama, but I just think it's ridiculous to think if this turns around, it's not because they fire Ken Dorsey. It's because the Bills figure it out. And I think if they kept Ken Dorsey at some point this season, they're going to figure it out. They're going to be okay. Whether or not that means they make the playoffs, I don't know, because they're starting to dig themselves a little bit of a hole here. Yeah, I mean, they're out of the playoff picture currently, mm-hmm. um, but it's so jumbled up right now in the AFC that uh, they could certainly get in at 10-7. and 7. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean McDermott will will not be back next year. Because they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. The the bar has been set so in the last few years that it is Super Bowl or bust in Buffalo. Yeah. And, and the, when you start firing pieces of the coaching staff right. and then you don't turn the thing around and Buffalo's not going to, the head coach ends up getting fired yeah. eventually. No, too. I, I don't I don't disagree. Allen is regressing in a bad, bad way. And if you look at his numbers, the split between before Dable and after Dable as the offensive coordinator, it's it's wild. He's, he, he's got 14 turnovers, 11 interceptions. Um, he's making bad decisions. Correct. Like that's not, yes. that's not something. They can't run the ball still. Right. But you don't forget how to play football. So I, I still think that it's, it's fixable. Um, and, and that's the thing. And yes. Carol's right. They're only they're not getting blown out by teams, but none of it's pretty. L- listen, you lost to the Broncos and you made the Broncos look a lot they better. Lost to the Patriots. A lot they better than the they Jets. are. Look yeah. at their losses. Yeah, they're bad. Uh, at least Denver is on the upswing. Yeah. New England is is a bad football team. And the Jets can't score to save their lives. Look at what the last six games have been here for Buffalo. 20 a game. That's not good. And but I know, and I know, scoring is down in yeah. the NFL this year, but that's not good. And they're two and four yeah. in their last six. It's uh, some bad, bad football uh, being played by the Bills right now. Um, all right, how about else around the uh, the NFL? Let's stay in the AFC East here. Uh, Robert Sala says if Aaron wants to play, he's going to play. Well, of course, he's Aaron Rodgers, and they're not done, obviously. Um, are, are we? Are we still? They might be close to done. Of the belief that he can play this year? We've seen him drop back. We talked about this. I mean, he's a lot closer. But behind an offensive line where he's going to run to save his life, he's going to be able to do that? No, no, I, I don't know that he'll be able to do that. But he's a lot closer to being able to play football than I would have imagine, ever imagined he I, would I be at this point. Yeah. I would have been surprised if he was at the point he is now at the end of the regular season or the end of the – the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. This is funny. Can't blame Dorsey for Allen throwing interceptions Correct. and fumbling. That's what I mean. Undefeated if two was the quarterback. Well, I don't know about that, but either way, it's it's that you can't 
all of a sudden he's making bad decision and that's Ken, decisions and that's Ken Dorsey's fault. Yeah. Like it's no, but they do look very predictable and yep. stale and boring and and you know I, I don't know. Um, but is that a matter of trying to oversimplify, trying to like you know j- because they're cl- everyone's clearly frustrated, yeah. trying to oversimplify the offense and just make life easy and not take risks and shots because you're turning it over when you're not doing that. Well, let's not take risks and shots and, and risk turning it over more. So is that just a product of that? Whose seat is hottest in the AFC East? And are are three of the four on the hot seat? I think they are. I mean, I think the only guy whose job is safe in that in that division is Mike McDaniel, McDaniel in Miami. Um, McDermott, no surprise. I think he's on the hot seat. Belichick, everything tells us he's on the hot seat, and but but maybe not. I, I still think there's the yeah. potential that he could be let go and they part ways or however they want to mm-hmm. term it. The the Robert Sala thing for me is shocking. Yeah, he's not on the hot seat. Uh, but but people in the know are saying that he is. Yeah, that's fine. That like but... this could be the end for Robert Sala. That that they but... that they've made moves to invest in this team winning. That the defense has been built to win games and they're not. And but that's ridiculous. He was you, part of the, the the development of Zach Wilson, and it's not working. And I get it, but Zach Wilson wasn't supposed to be your quarterback this year. Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be your quarterback for the next two years. Mm-hmm. So to blame him for a lack of productivity, and, and the defense is good. Mm-hmm. They're they're winning, or at least in the game. Yeah, they're they're winning in spite of their offense because. Their defense is good enough to win them games. Yeah. So it's ridiculous to be like, hey, it's your fault Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles and now we have no chance. Like, come on. Yeah, I, I just, that, that. I'll never believe Bill Belichick's on the hot seat until he's gone in, in New England because that is the situation where it, it was one of those situations where it feels like he, he stays until he wants out. And if he wants out, then maybe they part ways. But that's a tough guy to fire. You got seven Super Bowls, six Super Bowls. Tough guy to fire. All right, right. Brady's got seven. Bill's yeah. got six of them. Um, Watson is out for a year. This was another shot. This was like a – this one took me by surprise mm-hmm. because he played so well in the second half of that victory against the Ravens and made plays and throws for that matter. Then we find out, wait a minute. And I know he was doubled over in pain on the sideline afterwards, but – Never saw this coming. Season-ending surgery for Deshaun Watson for a six and three Browns team. That one hurts when it looks like he was finally maybe starting to figure it out a little bit. And this Browns team had some potential. They are in the playoff picture currently. Mm-hmm. Um, Their defense is great, and now done for the year. So they go to the the rookie DTR. Um, uh, this one took me by surprise. I just kind of figured, hey, like here's a big shakeup. Because all four AFC North teams could make the playoffs, but now you, I wouldn't bet any amount of money on Cleveland to make the playoffs here, even at six and three and, yeah, and playing as well as they are. They're going to be in a similar situation where their defense is good enough to keep them in games, but can you rely on a rookie quarterback or Walker? And you know what I mean. I, I just don't know that that that's going to happen. But their defense has been one of yeah. the best in the league. Miles Garrett's a beast. Denise says Buffalo's done. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, and and I know if we've learned anything this year, so we don't know anything. Correct. We've learned, we've learned that many. many it years is ago. to not look back on the past as an indicator of the future. Yep, a predictor. Yeah. Um. So, 
I know. I, I sit here next to Ash, and she says, would it shock you if the Bills turned it around? Yes, it would stun me. It I would I would lose piles and piles of money don't if the that. Bills turned <laughs> this season around at some point. I, I just don't see it happening. But then again, every single week, I've thought one of six or seven teams is the best team in the NFL, and then they go out the next week and prove that they aren't. Yeah. I still just don't see it happening for Buffalo. They, they have too difficult of a stretch Kansas City and Dallas mm-hmm. and Miami still Yeah, it's not it's not a it's not an easy turnaround because if you fix yourself Philadelphia you fix yourselves that's one thing but now you fix yourselves against some of the best competition in the NFL and it still might not matter By the way, did you see that um Eagles Chiefs this week Monday night game, right? Taylor Swift is scheduled to meet Travis Kelsey's parents for the first time oh. at that game. So I, I had seen that her parents were going to meet his parents, but I wasn't sure if she would be there hmm. because that would require her to fly. Maybe it was her parents, his parents. But I it's not to say she, she couldn't did. be there. Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Rio. Oh, yeah. Fly back Sunday, sure. you're there Monday There's got to be a direct flight from Rio to Kansas City, right? That's good. That's On a, a private jet? Sure oh, is. it's a daily commute <laughs> for some people, I'm sure. Sure is. Yeah, you're right. Um, you yeah, if she, she wants, wants to be there, my guess is she will be. It may just be one of those things where she's going to send her parents. Listen, Kelsey's already met her parents. She's already met his parents. They just probably haven't met together. Oh, I didn't think she had met his parents. Um, she was hanging out with his mom Sorry. and Max. Yeah, right. Okay. And yeah, Travis maybe was, was at the concert his, with her dad. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. That's my, my bad information there. Um, I got one more thing here in this loaded first segment, just because there's so much to get to in the NFL. And then we'll talk with our buddy, Tim Reynolds from the Associated Press. Uh, this is just, I mean, it just adds to the drama in Buffalo. <laughs> like first of all, up. like, Shut I know. Up. You're injured and you're out for the year, Trayvon Diggs. And so now you have nothing better to do than to jump on social media and tweet about the drama with your brother's team. Like, oh my gosh, 14 got to get up out of there. And then in reference to Josh Allen, let's not forget he didn't start going off till bro got there. He was already pretty good. Now, Stefan Diggs is is distancing himself yes. from his brother's he said all the right things tweets yeah. but but still you, you like wh- when they get together over christmas or in the off season he's like, gonna smack Trayvon on the back up. of the head and say hey man you're not doing me thanks any for making my here. life miserable because now i'm answering questions about you unless at my interview unless Trayvon really knows something and remember stefan over the off season didn't appear to want to be in buffalo no, he's not happy but yeah. he's he's not tweeting these things what a mess huh Carol's tired of the drama. Carol had bad, bad news. We have more drama, and it takes us to college football. Okay. And this is fun, right? Like, but we do, Sam. We have to talk about Taylor. Taylor has crossed over deep enough into the sports space that by sticking to sports, we're talking about Taylor Swift. Okay. Let me just say this. The the success of the Chiefs season hangs on the schedule of Taylor Swift. Well, guess what? She's what do we say? She's in Tokyo for the Super Bowl. I'm just saying they won't so win the Super Bowl. If she's drops. not around, she's not was she in Denver? Was she in Denver? No. Uh I don't believe so. How'd that go? Not well. I'm telling you. By I, the way, Sam. If she's not there, they're not winning. This is not just a sports talk show. Oh. Have you not seen the musical artists that we've had on this show? 
the ultimate dream would be to get Taylor Swift on this show. So you know what? We're going to keep talking about it until someday Mm. we get somebody Mm. who's six degrees of separated from Taylor Swift to be on our show. (laughs) I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. Ultra, 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Colorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. We like giving Sam a hard time because we know. He gives us a hard time. Yeah, that's true. We know we can handle it, right? Carol says you and every other talk show host. Yeah. She moves the needle. Yeah. So does Travis Kelsey. I don't know. She's it, the dream guest, but, but we would take her. I wouldn't say no if she's not at the top of my list. You know, I, you, she's at the top of my list because okay. you know how many people would watch yeah, the show I, I get for that. the first time in the that. history of ever. Yeah, I'm just not sure that she would say anything interesting. No, but I don't care. Okay, tell me about Rio. I don't. Tell me about whatever you want. Tell me about when you came to Albany when you were 16 and played mm. as an opener for Rascal mm. Flats. I what she won't probably wouldn't remember it, but. Yes. Tell me about whatever you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, new college football playoff rankings are out, and we have a new number one, Georgia up to one. Um, I don't know what Ohio State did to deserve because <laughs> deserve a bump down. I, I believe we both. But Georgia put it on yes. a top ten ranked Ole Miss team, it, so maybe it's the other way around. Is I that mean, Georgia earned the promotion as opposed to Ohio State earning the demotion? demotion. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we picked Ole Miss, and we weren't even close on that. Michigan is still three. Florida State's four. The rest of them are all still the same. Five Mm -hmm. through eight, everybody is still sitting there. Uh, Missouri is the new team into the top ten at number nine, which Mm -hmm. is whatever. They're not going to make the playoff anyway. We don't need to talk about them. But all these teams on your screen either have no or one loss. Um, So... No major issue here. I just still think Washington deserves to be in the top four. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, They've got the best win of any team on your screen, having beaten Oregon. Mm-hmm. Florida State hasn't really beaten anybody. I get they're ten and zero, but the, uh, if you if you said, "Hey, Florida State, Washington tomorrow on a neutral field," give me Washington. That's how I look at a lot of these yeah. things. Washington's better. Yeah, but okay. Games to watch this weekend. Georgia at Tennessee, Vols laid an egg. I was going to say, if it's the same Tennessee team that came out last week, forget about it. But they will be home. So this is an interesting game here. Uh, And then Washington and Oregon State. The night game. Interesting game there. But but I think those are the only two games that match up ranked opponents. Okay. So it's a kind of week. Yeah, and I was going to say, like, if all goes according to plan, then nothing changes in. Yeah. In CFP land. Right. All right. So people who are sick of the drama will just keep going. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Sponsored by Performance Industrial. 
And it's more with the coaches here. Uh, we will get to what's going on at Texas A&M in a moment. But, uh, but this one, boy, what a disaster this was. I mean, Michigan is flying to State College to play Penn State. and the, That was a little dirty. And the Big Ten suspends dirty. Jim Harbaugh yeah. while they're on the plane. And, and... On an observed holiday, correct. An so there, government there holiday. is no legal system in play right. in order to appeal to any kind of court on Friday, which was observed Veterans Day, before a noon kickoff right. on Saturday. It's... Like the Big Ten basically said, we are going to you know what you every which way possible, and he was be- done dirty. Yeah. But he but maybe earned. deserved it yeah, yeah, a little more than Ken Dorsey. Yeah. So anyway, Harbaugh suspended for the final three games of the regular season. It didn't matter at Penn State. Uh, it won't matter this week against Maryland, but will it matter against Ohio State? That's kind of the, the interesting one always between I mean, those two teams at the end of the year. Anyway, the drama's done. Harbaugh says he'll take the three-game suspension. Yeah, and okay. the... And Michigan says, and big, and the Big Ten says, okay, we're good. Let's move on. So after all that, yeah, you suck it up, and he's gone. Worry about the playoffs. Gone, no matter what. Maybe. I don't know. If he's smart, he's gone. But yeah, he got to take an NFL job. This one also happened over the weekend. This is unbelievable. So Jimbo, and this, I'll just, I'll make this just quickly here. Jimbo Fisher's out of Texas A&M. This is what continues to astound me. And it's, it's like the NBA team, James Harden, Kyrie Irving effect here. These teams and organizations, they can't get out of their own way. And these schools can't get out of their own way. It's ridiculous. So Jimbo gets a 10 year, $100 million contract to leave Florida state to go to Texas A&M. He didn't win anything. I mean, he won an Orange Bowl, but it wasn't a college football playoff game. And then in the aftermath of that, there's the threat that he might leave AM for LSU. So the guy hasn't done anything really at your program yet. In fact, you could you could argue that in his first few years there, it was a severe underachievement. But just the threat of him leaving and you maybe having to find another coach spurred AM. To give him another incredibly lucrative long-term deal. So he stays, <laughs> and not even three years later, you fire the guy. They still owe him $76 million to not coach. He's... And there is nothing in the contract, Ash, to right. keep him from taking another coaching right. job and not getting the money. So he could double dip his way here if he wants. Now he won't. I'm sure he'll go to TV or something like that for a couple of years and then get back in. But but Jimbo Fisher got everything he wanted in his contract with AM. And more power to him. Yep. Good for you, Jimbo. But these colleges, you know, these colleges and universities and these teams, even professionally, are being run by complete idiots. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do they say? Scared money don't make money. They are giving these contracts to coaches because they are scared of what might happen. It's crazy to me. Uh, Jimbo Fisher is going to make nearly $21,000 every single day. Is that day? Day. 
for the next seven years of his life not to coach Texas A&M. Wow. $21,000 a, a day. Mm. Like, you can't, you can't even wrap your mind around it. It's just, it's almost impossible to believe. And that's right after they extend him and they're like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We'll get it from boosters. No big deal. And they that's will. why the system is will. so broken. Yeah. Because you're, they I, I'm not going to come up with the number, but it was like, do you know how many in-state tuitions that that money could <laughs> pay for? You could send tens of thousands of kids to college. Like, it's just putting it in perspective is so absurd. Yeah. $20,000, $21,000 almost every day. Baseball still to get to here on the show. Uh, but we've got our buddy Tim Reynolds from the Associated Press coming up here next on Honorado and Miller. We'll get into the NBA in-season tournament. Kevin Herter heating up and Jimmer Fredette going to Paris. Maybe? Maybe. We think so. What does Tim think? Back right after this. Fellows Appliance Center, our commitment is to you. Providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcellus is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957. Helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, and many more. Shop Marcellus Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. Fall in love with camping all over again at Alpenhaus RV. As another season comes to a close, we look back on a summer of sunsets, late-night campfires, and countless memories. Extend the excitement with a new summer retreat for you and your family. All month long, find amazing deals on new and pre-owned RVs from the nation's top brands, like this 2024 Coachman Catalina for $162 a month, or this 2024 Keystone Cougar for $387 a month. Visit us in Amsterdam or Saratoga or online at alpenhouserv.com. Alpenhaus, your total camping outfitter. And now, back to Honorado and Miller, sponsored by Alpen House. All right, here we go, back on Honorado and Miller. It's Chris, it's Ash. Ash, you remember a few weeks ago we had the conversation on the show, like, you know, even if some of your best buddies were fans of a team you despised, would you root for that team just to see your buddies happy? And I said, absolutely not. No chance in the world. And we were talking about the Philadelphia Phillies. And as right. good of a guy as our guest is, he's a huge Phillies fan. And I would say if he cried at the end of their postseason run, I would say, do you have a picture I could see? Because that would kind of, I would enjoy that. Let's bring in our guest, Tim Reynolds, a Phillies fan and a good friend of ours in the Capital Region. Tim, do you agree? Are you a fervent enough fan where you would say, I don't care who my best friend roots for. I'm not going to, I don't want to see them win. I have never felt more hoodwinked ever <laughs> coming on a program. I did not know that was the open. That was not discussed. That was not cleared. The lawyers did not review this. I will, I'll, t I'll tell you what, I'll send you a picture of me in about 50 weeks crying when Bryce Harper carries the trophy down Broad Street. Ouch. Because Ouch. we are winning it. How can anyone hate the Phillies? Hold on I'm a sorry. second. Did anyone you just ask how can anyone hate a Philadelphia team? That that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever I'm heard. Not from Philly, right? I, but that doesn't matter. Most no, Philly we, fans we are. We like you. We we love right. you. We don't like. I mean, you would never root for somebody. If, let's say your best friend was an Iona fan. Are you telling me you root for Iona? There it is. I see your point. No, I see yes. your point. I don't like your point, but I see your point. <laughs> 
All right, Tim, man, we are so thrilled to have you on the show. Uh, first time with Ash as as part of this show. Thank you for doing it, man. Um, Happy to. The in-season tournament. It's funny because I'm a, Ash will tell you, huge NBA fan. Always have the package at home. Um, and I, I was kind of like, eh, this feels a little, I don't even know the word for it. But okay. am I really going to be... Get, so let me just ask you plainly, as people in the newsroom at News Channel 13 are like, what is the deal with this in-season tournament? I didn't know what was happening. Why? Why are we doing this? Because we're talking about it, and it's before Christmas. And that's why we're doing it. Mm. See, you television types, unlike us mere print hacks, you guys understand the power of ratings and how mm. TV money makes the world go round. Well, guess what's going on simultaneous to the start of the first ever in-season tournament? We're negotiating a new TV deal in the NBA. So we're talking, I mean, the traditional start for people to start watching the NBA has always been Christmas. Yeah. Um, and, and the numbers bear that out. The fact that people are talking about it on Tuesdays and Friday nights, at least in November, look, it's a good thing. I, I was, I don't know if I was skeptical. I just didn't care. Like I have to watch 82 heat games and about a thousand other games anyway. So yep. to me, it's not like it's the same amount of work just with, you know, weird painted courts everywhere. I kind of like the courts actually. Like I showed up for the first heat game and seeing it in person made me think of a section two wrestling championship is about to break out. Like it looked like wrestling mats everywhere. Um, but we're talking about the NBA in mid November. And that is a huge win already for Adam Silver. No matter who gets to Vegas, no matter who gets to the final four and who wins the first ever NBA cup. I do think the money at the mm -hmm. end it's going to matter to a lot of guys. I think saying that you won the first one will matter to a lot of guys. I there, I don't think there's anything not to like. I, I don't. The only thing I really, two things I'm down on is if an East Coast team makes the Final Four, they have to fly to Vegas, and that adds about 5,000 miles to the year, and these guys are in the air all the time anyway. I also don't like how the 83rd game doesn't count. Yeah. And there's no way around it, but the championship game, for people who don't know, the championship game will not count in the standings. Everything else does. I don't love that part, but everything else, look, beggars can't be choosers. We're talking about the league in November. It's a good thing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, listen, I'm admittedly not the biggest NBA fan. I'm a, I'm a college hoops girl kind of through and through, but I was having Chris explain all of this to me maybe two weeks ago. Try. And I was like, why, what, it, you, you didn't do a great job, but I think the biggest thing is, yes, there's money involved, but isn't that more incentive for, you know, the fifth guy, or the, the first guy off the bench or the second guy off the bench than it is for like Steph Curry doesn't care about a half a million dollars, but there's a lot of guys on that team who would. There are a lot of guys who would. And I promise you some of those guys who are making more than a half million dollars a game, they're going to care about it. Believe mm -hmm. me, Th those guys, you know, Jimmy Butler makes a good amount of money. Um, I, I think like 45 this year um, when he came up with big face coffee, in the bubble when we were all doing our mm -hmm. VA mandated sentences. Mine was 94 days in the bubble <laughs> in 2020. Um, Jimmy did not give anyone, including his teammates, a free cup of coffee and he was charging <laughs> 20 bucks a head. So um, yeah, um, the money will matter to most of these guys. It won't make a big difference in Steph and Aisha's life. They're not going to be like, okay, now we have a billion and $500,000. It's still going to be good. But for the guys who are making 3 million, 4 million, 5 million, it's, it's a really good chunk of change. Remember they don't, NBA guys keep about half their money based on where they live. And 
even the tax-free states, you pay tax on this. I mean, yes, it's still a ton of money. Like we're not crying for them in any way, but they'll, they, they will play for that 500. The coaches will also play for the 500 as sure. remember, they get 500 too, which I'm sure they'll split among their staffs. But like Ty Lue came out and just said it the other day. Like, what's the reason to do this? I want $500,000. So there you go. Okay. And the ratings, you said it, the, the ratings bear out that, hey, people don't really pay attention. to But the ratings for this have been really good to start. Like fans are noticing, oh, these games now matter, which is so crazy that you only play 82 and we found a way to devalue some of the regular season games. Do the players care? So in other words, on a Tuesday and a Friday night from November 3rd to December 6th or whatever the schedule is, nobody's taking those games off, right? We're, we're not using the, the dreaded load management phrase, right? I wouldn't expect we'll hear load management in, in on those dates. Um, you know, some teams will be out of it uh, by the fourth game. Remember, it's a four-game season, basically, to get to the quarterfinals. So, you know, the, the games, as you get to that last week, as we get to Thanksgiving week, those third and fourth games are going to matter. Like it could be a, I don't have the heat schedule committed to memory, but like that a heat bucks game or a heat Knicks game could be the one that clinches East group C or East group B, whichever one they're in. Even I don't have them all down yet. And we're not going to be hanging like a group B champions banner. <laughs> sure. But those games, they like, might have the four game season. You artificially manufacture some intrigue. Like, Hey, this is a de facto championship game. So no, I don't think guys will load manage. Plus, also, it's November. Um, if you're resting now, other than like guys on a back-to-back -back or guys coming off something and they don't want to say, or nobody's going to take games off now, particularly those games. And they all know this is a big deal to Adam Silver. This is a really big deal to Adam Silver. Keep Adam Silver on your good side is always a good policy. Guys are going to play if they can. Uh, and they should, yeah. by the way. Sure. Um, Tim, I know you said you admittedly said you see all 82 heat games, but you see a lot of other basketball. So is there anything or that surprises you? And maybe I'll start with Harden because that seems to be everyone has some kind of opinion on it. Is there anything that surprises you, whether it's the Sixers eight and one without him, the Clippers three and six with him? Are you not surprised by either result? Or is there a different team that despite being 10 games in, you think like, well, that's not what I expected from that team, good or bad. I think Dallas is one of those teams that jumps off the sheet and says, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised by them. I, I usually don't get too into where a team is. Oh my gosh, the start is so good until about, okay. about the 20 game mark. That's kind of, I think history sort of bears that out that that's when you know what a team kind of is. And then you can get a sense of in the next 20 games that kind of takes you sort of toward trade deadline. Are they going to, are they making moves? Are they not making moves? It just takes time to figure it out. Philly though, is an unbelievable example of a team that has a brand new system. Nick Nurse, who's a great guy, great coach, he's come in and he has tailored his system for Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. And guess what? It's working. It's mm -hmm. so it's not that hard. Like if you are a smart coach who's going to tailor what you do and build it around your two best players, and everyone's going to really enjoy each other and play for each other. I mean, look, the Heat, the Heat were what forty four and thirty eight last year. And made the finals, not just because Jimmy Butler was unbelievable in the playoffs, not because Bam Adebayo is the best defensive player in this league, and enough people don't realize that, because Eric Spolster is a Hall of Fame coach. They made the finals because of all of those things and the fact that they really enjoy being around each other. 
They love coming to the gym every day. You need that. It doesn't guarantee you anything, but you need that. Ash, you mentioned James Harden. I don't think we've said too many times a team with James Harden has enjoyed being around each other, at least not in recent years. Nope. Um, It does take time. It's a huge move the Clippers made. They have an enormous amount of talent. It will take time to figure it out. Clearly, what they're doing so far is not working. The I, I think what they're going to end up doing at some point is James Harden's going to come off the bench. James Harden was a great six man in this league when he started. There's no shame in not starting. Like the starting thing is so dumb in in basketball. Period. It's about who's on the floor at the end of games, finishing. That's what you want to be. I think the Clippers will figure it out. It, it's just you're, you're you've got a team of enormous personalities. Then you bring in another big enormous personality. And oh by the way, they're all in contract years. Like. If Ty Lue does win this tournament, he's going to earn that 500 grand because he is going to have to do the coaching job of all time to make all these pieces fit and keep everybody happy. Uh, Harden and Kyrie teams are, are that girl, that woman who say I can change him and, and they're, they've yet to learn that they're not going to change them. Tim, we've got 11 minutes without saying the name Kevin Herter, which is just crazy. Uh, how about the Kings team? They're playing without De'Aaron Fox now, really, for the bulk of the start of their season. Was last year an aberration, or is this a top four or five team in the West for the next, I don't know, handful of years? The West is bloody. The, the West is such – I mean, the East has really picked up, too. I mean, there's no there's no buys into the playoffs, really, anymore, unless you're Denver, Probably. I think Philly's Philly and Boston are probably in. Yeah. Uh, I think we can go ahead and put the X next to them in the standings. I like Sacramento. Everybody knows I love Kevin. I was so happy the, the other night he finally had a big game. Huge game. I have not reached out to Kev in a few weeks because I, I think he's probably got enough people telling him what's going on and what they're seeing. I just haven't seen. I, I He just didn't play with that same bounce, that same pep. Look, there's an ebb and flow to everything in mm-hmm. life. Um, you don't become a bad shooter in the NBA. It does not happen. You don't become a bad player in the NBA. He's he's an excellent passer. He always has been. I think that's why he got into the league period is because of his vision, because of his passing. He's an incredibly smart guy. Mike Brown's a great coach, unanimous coach of the year last year, rightly so. They've got all the pieces. Yes, they're dealing without one of their big guys right now, obviously, in De'Aaron Fox, the point guard. You can't lose your quarterback and be the same team. 82 games, guys. It's a long season. I have zero doubt that Kevin Herter and the Sacramento Kings are going to the playoffs, you know, assuming everybody stays largely healthy. You know, that's always the caveat in the NBA. They're, they're a playoff team. They're a contending team. They took golden state to seven games last year. They're going to learn from that. And yeah, sometimes you have to, nobody wants to admit this, but sometimes you just ease into the season. Sometimes you just can't get those juices flowing quite yet. Um, They know what they have They're, I'm not worried at all about Kev. I'm not worried at all about the Kings. Yeah, we love we love watching Kevin and Chris. I thought you were going to lead into it with we've gone 11 minutes without saying this name. Instead, we've gone 13 minutes without saying this name, Jimmer Fredette, who is Tim. We've talked about this. Chris and I have arguably. Mm, here we go. Potentially the biggest name. I know he's not an Olympian yet, but he could potentially be the 518's biggest Olympic name ever. We were trying to rack our brain for guys who have real, like born, raised in the capital region who are going to, to be an Olympian and who have a really good chance to medal. It could be this guy. It could be Jimmer Fredette, a guy who in college was the talk of the nation, 
never really got his his great shot in the NBA, but playing for your country and playing for a gold medal, it it could be as good as it gets for this guy. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I mean, the only other name I'm listening to you there, and the only other name I can really think of is Jeff Blatnick. Yeah. As far as like the yep. great Olympic story from from our part of the world, which I still say I'm from. Um, you know, it'll be my 12th, but I don't think anybody cares about that since I haven't competed in any of them. I care. Um, let's just let's just spill it out this way. Um, Jimmer Fredette, who born in Glens Falls Hospital, like me, um, he is not an Olympian yet. They have mm-hmm. not named an Olympic team. Let's be real clear. He is not an Olympian. They have qualified. The United States has qualified a men's 3x3 team. Mm-hmm. Everybody acts surprised when you hear it this spring. Jimmer Fredette's going to the Olympics. I would be completely 100% shocked if he's not on that team. Again, if if healthy, he has earned it. He has mm-hmm. been the captain, the leader. He's built for this game. Right. He right. he has embraced this game. He has recruited guys to this game. He has studied the nuance of it. It is a different game. This isn't you just take your best guys and go play half court. It's right. a totally different game. Jimmer, I think has embraced it as much as anyone in the world. He helped, he played a huge role, obviously, in getting them qualified. He deserves to go. There is a process and it's no, nobody's throwing shade at Jimmer. Trust me on this. USA basketball has a process for selection. They've qualified the team. Now they're going to figure out how all the pieces fit. Put it this way. I'm planning on doing five on five, obviously with our men's national team. Um, I'm going to see some three X three too, because I know, I won't be the only guy born in Glens Falls Hospital who's going to be down there. I love that. Uh, Tim, I'm going to let you go on this because I know Ash has to run as well. Um, you, I've read in a bio, maybe it needs to be updated, but you tell me if it's true. 23 different countries you have covered sporting events. Ash and I just had a wonderful weekend, by the way, in Stowe, Vermont, where we visited one of the Ben & Jerry's factories. And Ben & Jerry's is sold on five continents. Can you match Ben and Jerry's? Have you have you covered events on five continents? North America, Europe, Asia, South America, South America, yeah. Australia, been to Sydney. Haven't covered anything in Australia. Haven't covered anything in Africa. Mm. No Antarctica. So we got to get you one more. Got to get right. one more. We got to get okay. you one more. All right. Got to get one more. I do cover a small soccer team here that has a certain eight-time Bal d'Or winner. Mm-hmm. I've um, heard of them. Messy something. <laughs> Forget his name. Um, they're going to be playing a lot of games around the world the next couple of years while he's still under his uh, $150 million. Yeah, get contract. in on that. So, uh, there is a chance maybe of, of Africa at some point. But um, yeah, 23 countries, which is kind of crazy when it's you awesome. think about it. Well, the 12th but, Career Olympics coming up uh, in Paris. And um, hey, who knows? Maybe some maybe he'll see annoying you. redhead from News Channel 13 will be... <laughs> Running by your side. Not I know Ash has to run, but can I speak directly to the powers that be at News Channel 13? Yeah, do it. We need Chris. We need Chris there. Actually, we need Chris and Ash there, frankly. I know well, Ash has I'm moved on to a different world. I know, I know, I know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the move. I'm a huge fan of you. Oh my God, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of you. But I'm so I I don't like when people leave our industry because you know it's <sighs> I don't know. We need we need all the help we can get, Ash. We'll, you know we'll push that. To get him. But we'll push to get him. Chris needs to be at the Olympics because Jimmer's going. So there's that there. Love that. Okay. Powers that be at News Channel 13. Tim, thank you, buddy, man. This is uh, is always fun. It's always too far and few, few and far in between, or however the heck you say that. Um, but we appreciate the time, man. I know you're busy doing much, much more than the NBA. So thank you, dude. 
you guys do great. Thank you so much. Big fan of you both. Ash, a little more than Chris, obviously. But, <laughs> so thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. carbs and 95 calories. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, back live now after hanging out with Tim Reynolds. Always like talking with Tim and uh, he's been good to the show. And uh, we try to be good back to him even to, though we give him a hard time about being a Phillies fan. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, next week, it's Thanksgiving, so we are on a day early and an hour and a half, or I don't know why, but an hour and a half early and a day early, obviously. Because, You're not going to do the show live on Thanksgiving. Go ahead. Yeah, Thanksgiving why. Eve, you uh-huh. want to be able to get, we're, first of all, we're going to be live from Amsterdam. There you go. So that, that gives us a little bit of time to get home, mm. night before Thanksgiving. Okay you know, to do the things that people want to do around the holidays and not force them to watch us on Thanksgiving. Cause let's be honest, oh. who's going to watch us on Thanksgiving. I don't know. Other uh, than Adam. Maybe, maybe Adam. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Adam. Thanksgiving, man. Uh, his Cowboys are, are looking pretty good right now. Yep. Uh, they just need to play at home maybe the rest of the year and they'll be good for the rest of the year. Uh, let's get into what's breaking in baseball as we do the show live on a Thursday. Um, Regular season awards being handed out this week. Rookies of the year, managers of the year, um, Cy Youngs, and MVPs. Am I missing any? I no. That's, that's the important stuff. Yeah, okay. I don't think so. Uh, we've got unanimous in the American League. It's Garrett Cole the wins unanimous. the Cy Young. Shohei Otani wins MVP. And Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves just named unanimous National League MVP. So three I mean, of that the felt big like... four go to unanimity. Go unanimously. There you go. Uh, yeah, they seemed like pretty slam dunky kind of. Yeah. Like Ronald Acuna Jr. When you're doing stuff that no one has ever done in the history of Major League Baseball, and yep. technically Shohei Otani too, mm-hmm. no one has ever done this in the history of baseball. The MVPs felt pretty easy. Yeah. Um, so deservingly unanimous. And I think the Cy Youngs were easy because yeah. it was just a boring year for Cy Youngs. Yeah. Like at no point did I go through the Major League Baseball season and think, whoa, Garrett Cole is just mowing people and dominating the competition. No, but he was really when you good. look at the numbers, you're like, oh, that guy had a really good year. But yeah. it, it, it never jumped out at me. And yeah. same for Blake Snell. Yeah. Um, Leon says future Met Otani. Maybe. Maybe they've got the money to spend. Juan Soto is a guy whose name is being floated a Future lot as a, as a trade candidate. Maybe a, maybe a Yankee. Uh, where is Otani going? What's the best, what's the best landing spot for him? Not where is he going? What is the best landing spot for him? Well, I'd say one of the, maybe a it, better team. So the Dodgers, <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Somewhere where he can win. Uh, I don't think that's going to be New York. Because that has become the Mets. I mean, that has become what feels like a little bit of a rebuild because now they don't have Max Scherzer, they don't have Jacob DeGrom, they don't have Justin Verlander. So who's pitching for that team? 
I understand we're bringing back the bulk of the run production. Who's pitching for them? So I, I just don't think other than Shohei, if his arm is fine, but his arm's not going to be fine next year. No, 2025 so. at the earliest for him. Dodgers. And I don't know that that's realistic with the money that they pay other people. Dodgers? Yeah. No, they've let guys go in anticipation of Shohei well, being available. Then look out. Maybe the Dodgers. But yeah, I agree. West Coast is probably better for him. Doesn't have to move too far. Joins a really good team. They could use his pitching and his bat. I mean, that team would be... There's some smoke, and it's not going to happen, but I'll just mention it here because it's okay, fun it. for me. There are reports that Otani has said he would be interested in the Braves. Now, yeah. it, none of that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't feel like Atlanta, it makes sense. Atlanta, but, yeah. but, but that is a team that is built to win for a long time, and maybe that's what attracts him. But I think the Cubs are also a major player in, in the Otani sweepstakes as well. It's going to, I think it's going to happen quickly, like before the middle of December. Remember when you said something was going to happen quickly last no. time? What did I say was going to happen quickly? Uh, I'm sure Aaron I'm, Rodgers been, to the I'm Jets. always wrong. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets took yeah, like that took three months, and you were like, it's going to be, ha- it's going to happen by next week. And I was like, no. And then it didn't happen yeah, for forever. That did take forever. Yeah. I forgot I said that. But I've said so many wrong things well, on this show I, but and, and many other shows. I've said I, many wrong things too. Yeah, but I just like to call you out for that no, one. Yeah, because you're like, next week. And then I was like, that's never happening. As you should. Yeah. Okay. Our NFL picks for uh, week 11 right after this. Teams. Athletes. organizations we're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose claim your crown you've heard of unsung heroes the men and women of Niscoba are the unseen heroes for the past year you've learned about our many charitable endeavors now it is my privilege to share with you the work performed by our members the 20,000 state correction and law enforcement officers shielded from view. They work in difficult and dangerous conditions and are an extension of the police who protect our neighborhoods. NYSCOBA honors New York's police and firefighters and salutes its own members who help deliver a peaceful night's sleep. And now, back to Honorado and Miller. Sponsored by Alpen House. All right, our picks... Uh, how are we doing, Ash? Well, after... These are our picks last week. After you bragged about last week, I didn't have any... It's 5-0. Uh, oh. I didn't have much to brag about last week. After you bragged last week, we back down to earth. That's the, how the world works. These were our picks. We were 2-3. and three. Season record, still good. Yeah. This is good when you're gambling against the spread, people, not just picking winners and... We aren't even just identifying the games that we really like, which I would do on my mobile betting Uh-oh. app. Like, hey, I really like this. We're, we're trying, sure we're trying to pick them. games that are relevant to Our the area. capital region mm-hmm. audience, but also we are we are locked into always picking the Sunday night game, which is on News mm-hmm. Channel 13. So it's not like we're, you know kind of loading this thing up in our favor. And and I still think we're being pretty good. So after I've broken my arm 
patting us on the back. Let's get into this week's games here with the final few minutes well, of the this show. Pre Deshaun Steelers Browns, right? And I almost texted our guy John Conlon, who does the graphics for the show. Hey, I, I might want to change my, but I, you know what? I'm going to stick with yeah, Cleveland just stick here. Stick with your guns. Yep, I get. Steelers don't score enough mm-hmm. for me to believe they're going to go win this game on the road against a really good defense. So. Give me the slipperiness of Dorian Thompson Robinson and uh, and Cleveland to still somehow cover three and a half. Yeah, and you know what? Mm. And if we lose this game, it, what? It's a wash. Like it's a it's one oh. of those ones you throw out and you're like, well, Deshaun didn't play. We thought he might play, and now he's done for the year. So we won't pick the Browns anymore. <laughs> Jets and Bills. A lot of conversation out yeah, there. Like, I, is this the season for Buffalo? If they don't win this game, are they done? And yes. I would say, I would yeah. say yes. Because then after that, it's they have a bye, but then they've got in row. some order. Yeah, Casey, Philly, Dallas. Yeah, it's it's tough sledding if they don't win this. But one. can they cover the six and a half? Why are we both on Buffalo here? I don't know because I just I don't because the Jets can't score. That's it. Um, That's I it. know the Jets defense can score, and if they. If the Jets force turnovers like the Broncos did last week, the Broncos didn't even force turnovers. The The Bills were throwing the ball all over the – like it was just like they couldn't hold on to the yeah. ball. So if they do that, but then – But this is like a 23-13 yeah. game or something like that. Yeah. At, Buffalo will score enough to, to cover this number. Yep. All right. Vikings and Broncos were different here. You're the riding same on the, the Broncos first two. train. I am, uh, first of all, Denver at home – they are on the upswing. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is efficient, not spectacular, but he's been efficient. Go look at the numbers. They're more impressive than the way it looks when you watch it live mm-hmm. on Sundays. And I'm 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 betting here against the Josh Dobbs. I like the Josh Dobbs. I do too. I don't, you know, I don't like the Vikings, but I do too. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's gonna last forever. Sure. It won't last so forever. give me it to stop here in Denver. I don't think it lasts forever in Denver either, but um, Fair enough. Th- that that is an improving team. I love the Dobbs story. Um, I it's a feel good story. I, I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the Vikings. Okay, uh, Monday night. This is the game of the week. Maybe the game yeah. of the season. This was the, hard for me, but I just wanted to kind of take a flyer because I thought you might pick the Chiefs, and I wanted to be different. And I think that I think the Eagles have obviously have a, a chance to win, but yeah. this game's going to be awesome. Eagles might be the best team in football yep. still. Right. Yep. I mean, you know, Adam wants to know if Tomlin's coach of the year, if he gets this team to the playoffs, the way they're playing. Yeah. Leon says yeah. Buffalo is going to show up this week. I like that. Okay. He also couldn't believe he took the giants last week. They were in it for a little while there. No, too. they weren't. They well, it was it didn't so last fast. forever, but all right. So we're the same on two. We're different on two. I'll never pick the Giants again. Don't worry about it. So it'll get interesting. Thanks for watching Honorado and Miller. Thanks to Tim Reynolds for joining us. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Wednesday next week.